Live from Low Tree Studios in Lancaster, California, featuring topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. This is the Jason and Mindy podcast. My name is Jason. My name is Mindy. Hello, wife. Coming up, bananas may be slipping away. I'll reveal, plus I'll share how pets affect their owner's willingness to travel, how many minutes we use our smartphone for in a day and hours, your reasons to party for tomorrow, plus I'll reveal how many times a week we feel the need to treat ourselves, right? Because it's rough. Life's rough. (laughs) And the best jokes voted on by a panel of experts, and Mindy will share 10 body parts you didn't know you could sell so different our segments wednesday evening has arrived so let's get in and get all of the jason and mindy podcast welcome those of you listening live and those of you listening after the live show on your favorite podcatcher welcome in my wife mindy how Hi, are you i'm good how are you you're waiting for me to stop talking <laughs> yes stop talking all right so it's midweek it's the midweek podcast so what are your highlights so far midweek here. Oh, this is going to sound really gross. Yeah, it's probably going to be really gross. But my highlight today was coming home and watching a normal poop come out of our dog. Yeah. Yeah. Why, Mindy? Well, because he's been really, really sick. We still don't really know what's going on. We don't, we know that he does not have Lyme disease, but there's, the verdict's still out and other uh, tick born born illnesses. So we're waiting to hear from that, but the doctor thinks not. Yeah. So we're back to square one. We don't know what's going on, but he was chipper. He was alert. He was standing. Mm-hmm. He had a normal bowel movement. And uh, that was really good to see because I worry about him all day long while I'm at work. Yeah, because Bitches Whining did not go yesterday live because now Bitches Whining, of course, if you're joining us for for the first time ever, Bitches Whining is part of the Difference Between Us podcast feed, which is another podcast that we are on. And Bitches Whining did not go live yesterday because we discovered some alarming stuff with with our dog's uh, poop, some blood in it and stuff like that. So we were a little concerned. Sorry to be graphic about it, but it was it, it's concerning. So we went to the vet last night. So my midweek uh, highlight is that as well. It was nice to come home and see him happy and getting in the pool and, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, you know, it's tough when you, when you're going through something like that and, and it's, uh, uh, you know, your animal that you care about a lot. And like Monday he was gone from the house. So it was interesting him not being there. The life was out of the house a little bit with, you know, at least in terms of Yes, our animals absolutely. and stuff like that. So, it, you know, it's interesting how, how much we really care about our animals. So. Well, and how much you really don't notice until, yeah. you know, they're not there. There's a void, yeah. So that's my midweek highlight as well. Mindy, thank you for sharing yours. Thanks. I appreciate thank it. So thank for sharing yours. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, by the way, with some kind of active shooter in our... Yes. ...going on, it's like literally a mile from our house mm-hmm. in Lancaster. Right down the street. So what we learned was from this active shooter business is that some guy in an apartment complex that's kind of near the sheriff's station that's right up the street shot into the sheriff's station parking lot and and hit uh, an, an off-duty police officer. Yes. Police officer's alive, but it's, all, it's still going on. I mean, this was it's still been here, two or three hours now. They're trying to find the guy. And uh, again, it's really close to our house. We're not that worried because, I mean, it's they've got him pretty sectioned off, but... A little bit, little bit wild lately. Well, it was a little alarming coming home because yeah, there, you know, 
I drive down a main highway and there was just officers flying down that highway towards the station. Stephanie said she was on her way home from the Los Angeles area and LAPD, like six of them, six or seven of them passed her up. Wow. So they're coming here too. You know, when that kind of stuff happens, it's a big thing. And it's been happening a little too much lately, which is sort of unfortunate. And I mean, uh, attack on police officers and stuff. Like there was one in Philadelphia, I think too. Oh, really? uh, Like last weekend or something like that. So Yeah, not cool, man. They're they're here to protect us. And uh, most officers are good officers, good people. Yeah. You might get a bad apple, but that's one in a very, very... Huge amount of officers. It's true. Pretty sad. Well, let's get into today's topics. Sky! What, Greg? I'm a banana! You're a what? I'm a banana! What happened to your clothes? I'm a Yes, that's a weird song for me to share stuff about bananas, but it sounds bananas, but it could be the end of the vine for the common banana. Apparently a deadly fungus that has tormented banana farms in Southeast Asia for nearly three decades has landed in Latin America. Uh, A fungus called Tropical Race 4 has been found in Colombia, causing the government there to declare a national state of emergency. It must be a a really big source of income for them. Farmers have been instructed to quarantine plantations and destroy bananas where the fungus was first detected. Exeter University Chair in Food, Sarah Gore, says that we could lose Gavindish due to the fungus. Gavindish is the most popular breed of banana. Mm, Crazy. Not good. A fungus that's destroying bananas. Hmm. You're not a banana fan, though, are you? Well, I'll eat a banana. It has to be just right. So what's just right for you in terms of banana? It can't be mushy, yeah. but it can't be too ripe either. Yeah, I'm with you. It's got it. There's like this middle. And they're a fickle fruit. If you keep them all, if you, I've learned some things from your sister, Angie. If you keep them attached, they'll go bad quicker. So you have to, uh, she's Split really, she's weird with her bananas, though. Remember when we were in Arkansas? and she had the bananas on the counter and not only were they separated but they were they were spaced evenly apart taking up precious counter space no i did not see this did you not see that i was like why are these bananas taking up your mom's kitchen's not huge no and there was a lot of people there yes and it's where the toaster was where i made my breakfast in the morning and here are these bananas all (laughs) sectioned out in front of where the toaster is. Well, that's pretty hilarious. And I'm like, what's up with... there's de- This is banana dedication right here. <laughs> this is banana dedication. So, uh, yeah, because they're fickle. You know, and and I, you, it does help to separate them, but what she says is if the bananas are laying on each other, they'll go bad sooner as well, which is strange. Because I'm like you. I do not like an overly ripe banana. Yeah. Disgusting. I'll, I'll put it in banana bread, but not... No, I won't put it in my mouth. And they and they the string that comes off of them. There's things about bananas that really bug me, so I'm surprised I still eat them actually. But I take breaks from them. Yeah. I'll have bananas for a little while, and like I gotta have, I gotta take breaks from bananas because <laughs> it's driving me bananas. 
Uh, what another thing about another thing about your mom's house, which I'll, I'll, I'm off the subject here a little bit. But well, wait, wait a minute. Wayne said he eats a tons tons of bananas. Where I get most of my potassium. Yeah, so hopefully it is a big potassium. It is. So uh, hopefully we don't lose too many bananas. It's a, it's actually a legit thing. It's not not a good thing. Um, even though I shared a silly song before it, it's a serious thing for, especially for them. They, that's probably where they, where they make a lot of their money, money there in Colombia. So a little scary, but another thing that bugs me, I don't know if you do, you don't do this, but it bugs me that people do this. Your mom covers her toaster with some decorative thing. <laughs> bugs me. Why? Every morning got to take that decorative thing off, so put what? my toast and where do I put the decorative thing now? Where do I put it now? Well, we is have there a, a place for the decorative thing? It's, no, it's so that dirt and stuff Ugh. doesn't, you know, go Who into cares? your toaster. Who cares? And our toaster, we ha- it's glass. You have to pull the glass down. Silly. And then every morning, decorative things back on. I didn't put it back on. I didn't put it back <laughs> on after I was done using it. So anyway, you put the cover on my mom's toaster. Nope, not gonna do it. Moving on to the next segment. <laughs> Half of America's pet owners, 49%, almost half, have never traveled outside of the country since owning their pet. Outside of the country. Yeah. This is true. And a stuck, well, we've never We've done never that, done So that. it doesn't matter, but. I and, just, I'm already agreeing. Okay. In a study, one in two, two owners feel their international travel has been halted and about a third will alter their travel plans because of their beloved pets and prefer to travel only within the country. Yeah, us, do you, do you, first of all, do you agree with this? I really do. And I, the only way I would go out of the country is if my mom was mom, maybe watching my dogs. Your mom. Like somebody, like a family member, yes. Yeah. Take your dogs to Arkansas? Well, I'm just saying it have to be somebody really. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't take them to the kennel that we normally take them to? Um, I might. I might take them to there because um, they're, they're pretty good there. And I think if there was an emergency, they would do. Plus, they have sort of a, a little tiny place right there on the premises. Yeah, it's built in. I would take them there, but what I think this does, it doesn't really hinder us from traveling, but it does make us think about how long we're going to be away. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's something we do, and it definitely makes us think twice. I mean, we're going coming up on another camping trip, and we weren't going to. By the way, have you called the kennel to cancel? Nope. We weren't going to take them. We were gonna we were gonna set them up in in the kennel, but we're like, you know what? Let's take them. They'll be fine because we tried them out. Uh, recently at Lake Casitas, and we're, we we learned that we can keep them in the tra- in the uh, trailer, and it's it really they're fine. They are. So we're going to take them. Yeah, so we're going to be just fine on that. But I, I agree with this a hundred percent. When you have animals, I reset my reminder just so you know. Good, glad you did that. So when you have animals, that's why we've thought about when these two pass away, we might take a break for a little while just to feel like we don't have to. Now, trust me, that's going to be a really huge void in our lives. I don't think we, I don't think we'll be able to do it. Well, we'll see, but it'd be nice to not have an animal just to not have to worry about that stuff so much. Well, if, if that ever should ever, ever, ever happen, which I would not want that to, but, um, we'll take, we'll we'll go out of the country then. Yeah. It's going to happen, Mindy. (laughs) I don't want, I don't want to talk about it. It, It's really upset me this week. Guess what? What? You're going to die too. Okay. Hello. 
Man, did you know in the in a latest survey on smartphone use, the average adult spends three hours and 25 minutes on their phone every day, 52 minutes of which is spent on social media. I could believe that. What do you think your average is? I don't know. I, I bet you could tell me though, right? I could, but I don't really feel like sitting looking it up. Okay. Mine's probably around this too. So anyway. How about three hours? I, I really, well, uh, listening to podcasts, yes. I probably listen more than that actually. Well, it measures screen time mostly. You're staring at your device. It measures people. That's what they're talking about here. People listen to music and have their, like, treat it like an iPod or whatever. That's not the same thing as staring into your, into the abyss of your phone. Hmm. It's a little different. Um, I but I, how they can track that. You're definitely, it's screen time. Your, your, your phone will, will track how often you open your screen and are staring at it. Your phone does that. Okay. You can look it up. That will be interesting because I bet it registers quite a, quite a bit because you know, I'm in and out of podcasts all the time. Well, that's probably, it's probably about three hours for you. Moving along, did you know there's a theme park that puts kids to work? Instead of offering thrill rides, Kid Zania lets children experience being a responsible adult. At locations in over 20 different countries, kids average or kids ages 4 to 14 can walk the paved streets of a kid city, work in a variety of jobs, and use their earnings to buy trinkets in the gift shop or rent electric versions of luxury cars. Isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah. Kid Zania. I should have looked it up just to see, but everybody check that out. Kid Zania. Hmm. It's a real thing. 20 different countries have it. Kids age four to 14. Put your kids to work. Nice. And now moving on to your reasons to party for tomorrow. All right, so tomorrow, <clears throat> it is August 22nd. By the way, uh, I will say we got a text from David and Stephanie of The Difference Between Us, our co-hosts and good friends and family. They did get their mixer in, so they are all ready to set up the Eastside Low Tree Studios location where they've talked about doing a number of different podcasts. Hmm. Excited for them. We'll see. Yeah, because it's not easy. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. I doubt they'll keep the same schedule that we do or sort of rigid on our schedule. Um, but uh, they, they, they'll they certainly, I think they will. I think David's excited to get started. But again, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. You can. You got to be pretty dedicated. Yeah, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, you can lead those two to drink. <laughs> Jeez, I'm talking about water, and it was a metaphor. All right. Reasons to party for tomorrow, uh, Thursday, August 22nd. It's Eat a Peach Day. The best way to eat a peach is while standing under a, a lady and eating okay. her vagina. That's not what that not says. What says. The best way to eat a peach is while standing under a peach tree immediately after picking it with the juice running down your arm. This sounds really gross. <laughs> it's what it says. All right. It's also Southern Hemisphere Hootie Hoo Day, a time for everyone down under to go outdoors at noon and yell Hootie Hoo to chase away winter and make ready for spring. Hootie Hoo. Their winter is, is ending. Who's winter? Soon, the folks in uh, the, the Southern Hemisphere's oh, winter oh. will be ending. 
Oh, okay. So in Australia, it's winter right oh, now. Oh, I see. Southern Hemisphere. Winter sucks. That's how it works. I'm, well, I welcome it. It's also too... <laughs> I hate 106 degrees. I'm sorry. I hate it. Well, I don't like bitter ass cold either. Below 30. It's also Tooth Fairy Day honoring the tradition of bartering molars for moolah. Where does it come from? No one knows for sure, but there was a fairy tale in 18th century France about a tooth moose, or mouse, I should say, who hides under a pillow. The tooth fairy, as yeah, we... moose. Said, said, <laughs> I know, but there's a big difference. Yeah. Tooth mouse <laughs> who hides under a pillow. The tooth fairy, as we now know her, didn't make an appearance until the early 1900s as a generalized good fairy with a professional specialization. So how much is she paying for prime enamel these days? How much would you pay your kids for their teeth? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. It's also pecan. I think I got a dollar. Though. You got a dollar once? Tooth fairy? Your teeth aren't worth that much. Or maybe a quarter. Okay. Probably, you know what? Everything was cheap back then, so I probably got a quarter. Yeah, let's move along. <laughs> it's also pecan tort, torte day? Torte. Torte. Do you know these pecan fast facts? Check it out. I'm going to share some pecan fast facts. Pecans provide nearly 10% of the recommended daily value in zinc. If the body does not get enough zinc, it may have difficulty producing testosterone, a key hormone in initiating sexual desire in both men and women. So eat your pecans and get a boner. Pecan trees usually <laughs> range in height between 70 to 100 feet, but some grow as tall as 150 feet or higher. That's a pretty tall tree. You better eat your pecans. Yeah. I have not had erectile dysfunction Yet. Well, I'm sure everybody needed to know that. You brought it up. I just, I just went said there. Eat your pecans. Yeah, but because of what I first <laughs> said there. That's so funny. It would have taken 11,624 11, pecans stacked end to end to reach the top of the Empire State Building. That's a nice little fun fact there. Texas adopted the pecan tree as, the, as its state tree in 1919. In fact, Texas Governor James Hogg liked pecan trees so much that he asked for one to be planted at his gravesite when he died. And the last little pecan fact here, Mindy. Albany, Georgia, which boosts more than 600,000 pecan trees, is the pecan capital of the U.S. Albany hosts the annual National Pecan Festival, which includes a race parade, pecan cooking contest, and the crowning of the National Pecan Queen, and many other activities. In New York, and huh? Those are your reasons to party. Nice. Mindy has entertainment news. I do. Coming right up. It's entertainment news with Mindy. You're gonna get yourself some entertainment news. All right, ladies, Dwayne Johnson is a married rock. Hmm. He and his girlfriend, Lauren Hashin, who have been together for 12 years, tied the knot in a secret ceremony in Hawaii Sunday. Johnson and Hashin, who spare, who spare, <laughs> <laughs> who shared two daughters, 
three-year-old Jasmine and one-year-old Tiana. One, uh, I guess she's one. Why yeah, did they one. say that twice? Yeah. Anyway, first met in 2006 while he was filming the game plan. It's thought they started dating in 2007. Okay, well, that's good to know. Is it? I don't know. It's entertainment news. It's what you're sharing it for. People want to know this stuff. Okay, this one's interesting. Okay. Larry King, mm-hmm. you know that guy? Yeah, the is, guy, com- the uh-huh. interviewer guy. Is seeking to end his marriage to his seventh wife. What the hell, bro? And he's 85 years old. Former CNN host filed for divorce from his wife of 22 years. What is wrong with him? Uh, he's 85. He's got problems. Sean King on Tuesday at the uh, request for divorce sites in reconcilable differences as the reason for the split. You know, that's just, you might as well stay married at that point. Yeah. I mean, she's going to get half your, I mean, how much half of his money has been taken from, holy, seven times half. Well, and it says this union marks King's eighth marriage to seven women. Oh, he must have remarried. Somewhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. And the last one, the latest James Bond adventure finally has a title. The 25th entry in the action spy series will be named No Time to Die. Hmm. Here's what we know about the plot. Bond has left active service, has enjoying a tranquil life in Jamaica. Of course. His peace is short-lived when his old friend Felix, leader from the CIA, turns up asking for help. Of course. It will be released in North America uh, theaters on April 8th. Won't watch it. Don't care. Never have watched any one of those. A lot of people like that. But appreciate you for sharing it. Question of the podcast. Coming up. Well, I got a question. I like to know the answer. This is a Carol Chapel-inspired question, and she asks this. If you were to turn into a dog, what breed and gender would you be and why, Mindy? Have, I, have would, it. I would be a Sharpay. Mm. They're soft. They're cuddly. They're sweet. They're adorable, like me. And they don't put up with shit. They're also wrinkly and shit? And like, so what? They're so, they're, they're so soft. They're like a rabbit. <laughs> They are pretty cute. We had a few of them throughout mm-hmm. the years. We had three of them. But they don't. They won't. They don't put up with any shit though. Someone comes to your door. They they've got that that little uh, spunk in them. They are good watchdogs. And that is true. They're loyal, and that's what I am as well. Mm-hmm. So you consider yourself already to be a Sharpay. Mm-hmm. You're a walking human Sharpay without all the wrinkles and shit. <laughs> without all the wrinkles. You definitely got the shit. Okay. So wrinkles and shit because dogs shit a lot too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you shit as much as you probably as much as they do. I'm you, guessing you don't know. All right. Well, I would be. Can you guess what I would be? You would be. You'd be a pit bull. Mm-mm. I wouldn't. Oh no! I know what you, you're gonna. You're gonna pick a golden retriever. Yeah. Yeah. You really think you're a golden retriever? <laughs> I'm not saying I am. <laughs> I'm saying that's what I would want to be. Because I know I'm not. No, because you got fire in you, and, and golden retrievers don't have well, maybe, any fire. Maybe just, I aspire to not have they're fire. They're just nice. Maybe I aspire to not have fire. The yellow pit bull in you. They're sweet. 
<laughs> the question is <laughs> not the way you're looking at it. If you were to turn into a dog, what breed and gender would you oh, be? Okay, so you'd turn into one. I guess if you got to choose. Wow, do you hear the silence? I hear them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I bet there's probably hundreds, hundreds of sheriffs and 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 police officers down there. Yes. Um so that if I could choose to be one, but okay, let's look at it your way. If you like right now if it was to turn into one, Probably Pitbull, yes, because I w- would want to bite people. I know, exactly. So it's been really hard for me. I've been working towards being a golden retriever for a lot of, a lot of it's years. It's not going to happen. But I'm not yet that. No. Right? I'm working towards it. But there's so many things I wouldn't like about being a golden retriever. Uh, a lot of hair. A yeah. lot of hair. Like, And it's just, uh See? But I'm a good swimmer, and that's I love to swim. So there's I love that part. Um, you know, I like to play and chase my ball all the time well, when I play bull. pickleball and stuff. <laughs> that's a dog, really. <laughs> um, so I would like to be a golden retriever because I'd like to have that temperament. But I think I would probably more than likely, if I turned into one today, be a pit bull. Yeah. And not the rapper. Yeah. Pit bull. So. Well, Maurice Montgomery said English Mastiff, which mm. is in the Sharpay family. All right. They are large, intimidating looking dogs, but they're actually big, cuddly mush faces. Yes, I know exactly what he's talking about. They are, I've heard. And then Tina's agreeing with him. Awesome dog, awesome movie, because he's referring to the reference, the Sandlot movie. Okay. Gotcha. Maurice also said to Tina, I had one a long time ago. He could part a crowd like no other, but he has, he's afraid of cats. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's great about the a dog. You'll, you'll see, they just look so intimidating and then they'll be afraid There'll of be something. every little stupid thing. Yeah. Like our pit bulls, Mindy turns on the fan. We're getting ready for the podcast. She turns on the fan and it blows a piece of paper and they, they're Both leaving the room, bolting out of the room. Because this piece of paper flew up off the desk. Yeah, people just don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I think Tina and him are still carrying on, so I'll move on. Yeah, let Tina them said on. mine would be my favorite, the Rottweiler, just because the ones I've had are total sweeties, but they can kick ass when necessary. Yeah, that's Tina right there mm-hmm. for sure. Steve said German Shepherd. He said male, so he completely answered the whole question. And oh, I didn't even go with, I definitely would stay the same gender. Yeah. Same yeah, I, I'm happy with the male gender. Yeah. And he said, I figure I stick with my heritage. Huh. German. He must be German. <laughs> That's probably what he's saying. Oh, maybe. oh, yeah. yes, absolutely. Okay, I got it. And then Angie said, I would want to be a dog. No, I wouldn't want to be a dog, but I would be a cute, cuddly kitten. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. And it's not the question. So Carol Chapel chimes in with a mime, meme? Meme. Damn it. And then there's a dog chasing a cat, and it literally leaps <laughs> over the fence and <laughs> smashes into the barn next to it. Love it. So great. Yeah, that was pretty funny. And then that's uh, more of a that's not a meme though that's a that's a gif a gif or a gif yeah so that's it's one like of those things it moves it's like movie. a small little video kind of thing exactly yeah and then uh, Carol says oh dear I hope all these dogs don't get wind of you woof woof <laughs> 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 and then Angie chimes back in I'd be a badass kitty and we'll show the dogs who's boss <laughs> mm. nope depends right. on the dog yeah. 
Uh, Carol, my mother, said a Brittany, of course, smart with a gentle spirit that loves companionship and the great outdoors. Okay. Jessica said, I'd pick a lab because I love their personality, but I also love doxies and their average life expectancy is two times that of a lab. Wow. Yeah. Labs have a, have a not a very long life. Mm-hmm. Angela Mirendorf said, I would want to be a husky because then I could run 500 miles without tiring. Really? <laughs> they, oh, yeah, that's true. They, they're pretty good runners, aren't they? Yeah. And then Carol Chapel said, I would like to be a lady border collie. She also answered the question correctly. Thank you. Also called a sheep. Well, of course, it was her question. Yeah, well, of course, she's <laughs> going to answer it correctly. Also called a sheepdog, an intelligent, loyal, and busy dog breed to live and work on a farm, working the hills and, uh, and fells to look after, oh, fells to look after the sheep would be amazing. Maybe that's an English wording. I'm not sure. <laughs> so funny. Plus they have cute uh. and mischievous black and white puppies, which I would love to look after. Oh, that's cool. And then I think I have one more from Mr. Wayne, who's living it up in vegas as we speak i yeah. wish we could have joined him but we have sick puppy yeah that's yeah. true we knew it was the weekend too before we are we are leaving town ourselves so yeah. there's a little bit too much going on anyway so wayne says i would want to be a scottish terrier always like that breed so i think it would fit my style plus i'm short and i have an attitude right on wayne but kind-hearted and i would stay a male because a male dog is able to hump anything and not be judged too much more difficult to do as a human yeah that's the same in 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 uh, you know as humans too you know right just hump anything you want it's is it I'm just I don't saying. think you can just hump anything you want. <clears throat> well, probably human. not. But but as a dog, it's a little more um, acceptable. Yeah, unless you got your balls cut off. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wayne says, maybe one day I'll come to Cali. That'd be awesome. Well, I know did. for sure we're going to Washington next year. Well, my family lives there, so we yeah. will be going there. But they live in Spokane now, so it's kind of far. So we will be f quite far from well, where they like are. Well, we'd like to see a little bit in Washington, right? Yeah, this Seattle will be fun. Yeah. It'll be fun to go there for a, for a couple of days or something like that. Mm -hmm. Well, is that it for everybody? That is it. Well, thank you, Mindy. The thank question, you everybody. Yeah, everybody, of course. The question of the podcast for next Wednesday is a Tina Green. Actually, no, we're not doing a Wednesday show. We got we to gotta remember that. Yes. So we're, we'll do it Monday, okay? Monday. So we'll do it Monday. So the question of the podcast for Monday next week is a Tina Greenwood question. It is, if you could add any form of addition to your home, what would you choose? I actually really like this question. Not that I'd be surprised by Tina because she's got great content for us over the years. But uh, I, I, it's it's a really fun question to think about. Mm. What would I do? I already know it. I have a two-parter. Oh, I know what I would do. Mm -hmm. It's a great question. So thank you for it. Tina, you can respond to the question on the Mindy's Facebook page, Facebook what? page, or the Jason and Mindy podcast page, and we will feature your response on next Wednesday's show. The sponsor's coming up right now, uh, and after it, Mindy will share ten body parts you didn't know you could sell. You could sell. Hmm. Strange, <laughs> strange one, my wife. 
The Podcoin app is a free podcatcher that pays you to listen to podcasts by earning Podcoin that can be cashed in for various gift cards, including Starbucks and Amazon. You can download the app to your iPhone or Android. And when you sign up using our special code, Jason Mindy, that's Jason Mindy, you get 300 Podcoin right out of the gate to either cash in or donate to a charity. All of the Low Tree Studios podcasts are on the app. So start listening today. how dedicated Wayne is. He's in freaking Vegas. Yeah, what are you doing, bro? Where are you right now, by the way? Where are you <laughs> right now in Vegas? All right, so while he's going to answer that, I'm going to talk about 10 body parts. You didn't know you could sell, Jason. No need, no, wait, need. What? what? Do you still, <laughs> what? <laughs> Take two, what? Take two. No, we, yeah, what? Um, do you get to still be alive? Uh, well, we'll find out because I haven't really read this. So it'll be interesting. <laughs> mm. All right. So need cash so much that you're almost willing to sell an arm and a leg. Well, those aren't legal to sell. Thank goodness. But you can make some quick cash with these other body parts. While it's not legal in the United States to sell organs such as kidneys or hearts, they can only be donated. There are body parts that can be sold. What was that? What was what? I don't know. I heard Anyway. Stay focused. I think it's snoring. Stay focused, Mindy. <laughs> anyway, that can be sold and earn a little extra cash. So the first one up is hair. Mm, yes, of course. People with hair is that loss. A body part, though? I guess it is. Oh, yeah. People with hair loss issues often seek wigs made of real human hair instead of synthetic hair. Hair that is long and has been altered by salon processes, aka virgin hair is the most sought after and fetches the highest price. Hmm. According to a BBC, one 12-year-old girl from Brazil was poised to sell five feet of hair for around $5,000. Wow. That's a good living That's there. a good chunk of change, right? Well, five feet of hair is a long time. That'd take a, a, a while. long time, yeah. I don't know. Some women can just grow it super quick, though. More sirens. Wayne says he's walking to the weed store on the strip. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Pretty cool. I bet they're all over around there. Yeah. All right. Plasma is the next one. Mm. Blood plasma is the liquid part of the blood that carries the blood cells all over the body. According to ABC's news, plasma donors can make around 30 to 40 each time they donate. ABC News also reports that approximately 94% of the paid plasma used around the world comes from American donors. And for those unfamiliar, selling plasma is entirely different than what you would expect when you show up at a local blood drive to donate. If you'd rather not go through the intense plasma process, you should consider donating blood. Ooh, it must be different then, mm -hmm. huh? And I that doesn't tell me. I wonder if there's how. recovery and and uh, wow. That's, yeah, that's pretty. Don't interesting. know much about it. I'm, that's the first actually I heard of that. So it's kind of deceptive, though, the way you phrase it. Body parts. And I guess it is a part it's of your a part body. Part of your body, blood is definitely a part of your body, Jason. You're th I'm thinking limbs and like mm. organs and shit like I that. I see. I think everybody was really. I think you. I think you fooled everybody. Really, sperm is your next one. Oh, we've all heard of that. Most people already know that sperm donation can bring in some extra cash, but just how much exactly? Yeah. According to one of the best sperm bank facilities in the country, California. Uh, Cairo Bank, a man can earn up to $1,500 per month once he... Oh, shit. 
Right? What am I doing? <laughs> you could be jacking up and do a whatever. Damn. Men do it. Men do it all the time. Why am what? I not doing this? Well, exactly. This is. I'm thinking to myself, men jerk off anyway. I've got. I'm wasting good seed. There. I'm wasting good product for fifteen hundred a month. Oh man, what's the dedication? What do you got to do? Anyway, once you qualify to become a sperm donor, uh, approved donors must make a donation at least once a week. Oh damn! Usually for a period of up to a year. All right. Well, I'm down with that. Uh, I gotta start pimping you out. I gotta see if my kids swim. That's the big thing. You got enough kids, right? Because that's where where you where you qualify. Imagine all if I I don't want to know. Imagine if there were little Jasons out there in the world. I don't want to know. I should. I should. That's a good way for me to give. Hmm. Somebody who can't have kids, and they'll get a handsome baby, blue eyes. It's dominant in my family. Yeah. They'll be like, oh my god, who is this? Who is this donor? <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> you are a little cutie, though. I'm All right, up. whatever. This is sick. <laughs> All right, eggs. Eggs. A woman can bring home a lot of money if she's willing Get to sell eggs her eggs. Out there, Mindy. Egg donation is a much more lengthy and intrusive process than sperm donation, which is why everything with a woman is, Jesus. Of course. Anyway, which is why the earnings are exponentially greater. Exponentially. Exponentially. Oh, exponentially. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I said it right. You did. I wow. messed that up. Wow. The Center for Human Reproduction reports that for a typical egg retrieval cycle, which takes three to four weeks, a woman is compensated eight thousand dollars oh wow like it mm-hmm. 1500 a month sounds good though i like this one this okay. one i thought oh my god maybe i should be a surrogate the womb becoming a surrogate mm. for another woman is extremely emotional and physically taxing job yeah but because of that it's essentially um comes with its own salary in california the legal base pay this is just base pay for a first-time surrogate is $50,000. Wow. As well as compensation for any other incurred expenses. Wow, that's really cool. That is like, so interesting. I could pay off my uh, my uh, solar. I mean, look, I will say this, though. I will say that it's incredibly unfair that a guy has to commit to giving birth once a week out of the tip of his penis. Okay. That's, and go through those pains. Oh, shut up. Once a week for a year, and he only gets $1,500 a month? That's come so easy. On, come just, with it. You just pat him a little bit, and he spits. There's nothing to it. It's just, I don't, I don't hear think about it's fair. Pains. I think that men are, it's, there's unfair treatment here for men. No. Nope. That's what I think. You're so stupid. I can't believe it. Bone marrow. Like blood or plasma, bone marrow donations can be life-saving. However, because the process of donating bone marrow is lengthier and a bit more arduous, mm-hmm. compensation can vary anywhere from hundreds to thousands of dollars. And I heard it's quite painful. Oh, I wouldn't want to do it just for that amount. I mean, it'd be much more pleasurable just to donate my my babies, my knuckle children. Okay. I don't really want to hear about your knuckle children anymore today. You brought it up. You bring these things into the conversation. <laughs> well, how about some breast milk? Okay. Don't have that. Prices tend to range from $1 to $3 per ounce of breast milk. 
Because some some women can't produce it, I guess. It's true. Yeah. Skin. I want your skin. Nope, I'm good. In this world of intense economic competition, companies are always looking for a better, more effective way to advertise. One of the most creative methods. Oh, tattoos on your skin. Methods marketing executives have come up with is renting ad space on human skin. How the hell? According to Fox News, professional athletes have earned up to $100,000 for allowing companies to advertise on their skin using henna. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And that'll come off. But that's that's a lot, though. Yeah, you got to have you got to already have money. To make money, and I wonder doing how that. long it has to stay on without because you know well, you can it'd be wash for, that off. It'd be for a game if you're a basketball player or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't seem like that would be very, um, like you'd see that very good. It, it, it depends on what it is, and it'd be that's dumb. I don't like that one. Well, Hundred thousand dollars ain't dumb. Well, they're already rich. These are people that already have money. True, you understand that. Placenta is the next one. The placenta is kind of a gray area when it comes to legally selling it. Organs are illegal to sell in the United States, but people do sell placenta-based products such as pill capsules. New York Magazine reports some think the placenta has a potential for health benefits for new mothers when consumed. And I heard that's kind of bullshit. Mm, I don't know. That's interesting. It's like a way to say that it works, but it doesn't. I don't know. That was very, very good, Mindy. That was very scientific. I was, I, I'm convinced. <laughs> yeah, I don't know much. <laughs> so why speak on it? Anyway, well, because I have read things that contradict that there's placenta in every, you know, different products and stuff, and they just say they don't work any better than the next product. But there's always an opposition to anything. True. Being a vegetarian, oh, there's an opposition to it. Being someone who eats meat, there's opposition. There's always something, right. someone that's going to oppose it. Well, here's your last one. Okay. Your entire body. <laughs> oh, when you're dead. Yep. There are universities and other medical um, institutions in need of human test subjects for clinical research. But how does that pay you? It doesn't pay you Well, anything. I suppose you could set it up. You, well, Upon maybe death. it pays your, your, your family or something, but it doesn't pay you. You don't get any benefit from that. <clears throat> so... Yet it really doesn't say, but I would say you'd have to probably set that up upon death with an attorney. Yeah, to get something. If you're going to be a donor like that, get something for your family. But that was really interesting. I enjoyed that. Thank you very much. Uh, Fun facts are coming up. After them, I'm going to reveal how many times a week we feel the need to treat ourselves. Mm. Every day. Yeah. Plus, I have the best jokes voted on by a panel of experts. First fun fact is YouTube is the second largest search engine right after Google, and Google owns YouTube. So, wow. Well, there you have it. The bigger, uh, it's bigger than Bing, Yahoo, and Ask combined. I I can believe that. Yeah. Spiders can get high and build very different kinds of webs while on weed, caffeine, mescaline, and LSD. Well, that is very interesting. 
Green olives and black olives are not different species. We learned this from, uh, I believe we learned this from Stephanie. The distinction reflects whether they are picked before or after ripening. She, I, she did say that before, that and I didn't part? quite believe her. She said green olives and black oh. olives are not different species. They're the same olive. It's just one is ripe and one is not. Oh, okay. Pretty interesting, huh? Yeah. Okay, without its smell, coffee would have only a sour or bitter taste due to the organic acids. And you can test this by holding your nose as you take a sip. So the the, the smell helps enhance the flavor a little bit and, and make it sort of give it the thing that it has, right? Is that what that's kind of saying? So without, without having the nose involved, it's just bitter. Right. But with the smell, it makes it uh, taste better. Maybe. Wow, you just read it. it. It doesn't really, the way you're wording it, it says without its smell. Yeah, without its smell, it would just be bitter. Yeah, okay, yeah. So with the, the smell brings so and if you and it's, Let's try it tomorrow. The smell has an addictive quality, too. When you smell it, you're like, oh, coffee, yes, I want some. Yes, absolutely it does. It's very powerful. And I those, see you went back to coffee again. I did. I can't. I'm just addicted. I have no self-control, Mindy. No, you don't. All right. Fun facts in the books. The stresses and strains and achievements of modern life leave the typical adult feeling the need to treat themselves up to how many times do you think, Mindy, per week? Like treat, and what kind of treating does it Whatever say? Whatever you consider to be treating. What's treating to you? What's a treat to you? I would say at least once or twice. And but it's usually it, on the weekend. When you think of treating yourself... What do you think? I think of going out to dinner. Okay. I think of purchasing something for myself. Okay. I think of, um, uh, one of the things would be like exercise. That's a treat? Yeah. Just finding That's time. That's not and a treat. It is for me. You have problems. Well, who, now, who are you to tell me? Nobody thinks exercise is a treat. No, but I'm, t I'm thinking more like yoga. I'm thinking more like meditation. I'm thinking more like the quiet okay. piece. Ice cream. It's a treat. That must be your treat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm. Going somewhere. That's a treat. Those are big treats. I don't even think it's talking about like that big of a treat. It's like, I'll have a candy bar because no, I've I, had a rough I week. I just asked you. Oh, okay. And you berated me into saying whatever I felt. So I didn't berate you. I gave you the freedom to do it. Well, um, it's just what you said was wrong. Listen back. I didn't berate you. I asked you and you were free to say what you wanted. Stop whining. But what you said was wrong. All right. Feeling sad, finishing a big project at work and getting stuck in traffic are among the main reasons for choosing a pick me up. Okay. So for example, you're stuck in traffic. You're like, God, it was a shitty day in traffic. I'm going to treat myself to some fro-yo. That would probably way happen. I'm going to get myself a, uh, an In-N-Out burger because I that was a stressful day. That's how people day. get fat. Yeah. It's because they're stressed. That's what it's saying. And food comforts. That's what it's saying. <laughs> that is what it's saying. Well, check this out. You're gonna, I think you're going to enjoy this. I hope so anyway. All right. Humor is a subjective thing. A joke that makes one person spew milk out of their nose might make another stare 
in cold-faced silence. And I say, and they say this, that, uh, and I say that as a way of bringing up the joke which has been named the winner at the, this year's Edinburgh Festival Fringe. The Fringe is the world's largest arts festival, and each year someone among the, the approximately 55,000 performances and shows, they eventually get to naming the year's best joke. Here's this year's winner from festival veteran Olaf Falafel. Okay. It's a real name. Falafel. He says, I keep randomly shouting out broccoli and cauliflower. I think I might have florets. Oh my God. (laughs) That was Mm. the biggest, that was the laugh? That was... That was like that was the, the biggest, winner. that was the winner. Yeah. The vegetable pun was deemed the best <laughs> gag by 2000 voting members of the public after being shortlisted by an expert panel panel. If that joke did absolutely nothing to cause your drink to be forcefully evacuated through your nostrils, here are some of the runners up. Okay. Okay. I get it. I get the joke. Yeah, it was good. I thought, but it, was it good. didn't, it wouldn't have made me spit milk. Here's the first one. Someone stole my antidepressants. Whoever they are, I hope they're happy. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right. A cowboy asked me if I could help him round up 18 cows. I said, yes, of course. That's 20 cows. I don't get it. <laughs> Uh, when you round up, you you round to the nearest. If it's after fifty, oh, round up. Okay, see, I wasn't good at math. I don't get it. <laughs> All right, a thesaurus is great. There's no other word for it. <laughs> I don't get it. There's no other word for thesaurus. No, there isn't, is there? Oh my, <laughs> Gaia. Duh. Sleep is my favorite thing in the world. It's the reason I get up in the morning. I accidentally booked myself onto an escapology course. I'm really struggling to get out of it. What is wrong? What is wrong with you? I'm really struggling to get out of it. <laughs> okay. After after learning six hours of semaphore, I was flagging. Oh no! What is that? Ooh. That was a, that was better than the joke. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? The dr- great, great, great drum rhythm. Uh, to be or not to be a horse rider, that is equestrian. <laughs> okay, that's stupid. Let me do that one again. To be or not to be a horse rider, that is equestrian. <laughs> yes, that's what you should have picked. <sighs> Dang it. <clears throat> I've got an Etten-themed advent calendar. Okay. Do you know what that is? <laughs> no. Neither do I. So let's have fun with this, right? I'm waiting for the... I've uh, got an 
Eaton, maybe it might be Eaton, Eaton, E-T-O-N. I've got an Eaton-themed advent calendar where all the doors are opened for me by my dad's contacts. Taxi! Taxi! Okay, nope. Went right on by. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was not a good last one there. No. Some of those were fun, though. All right. Today, the inspiration is good food. Okay. This came from the party because we had really good food. We did. For the party. It was nice. So good food is very often, even most often, simple food. That is true. And good food is the foundation of genuine happiness. Yep. We often say that we don't go out and eat a lot because we buy good food. Simple food and good food. That is true. Yeah, that is true. Eating good food is my favorite thing in the world. Nothing is more blissful. And good friends, good food always equals good times. I like that. You know, it's funny. You reminded me because I, I was thinking the the kind of the new thing I'm going to do at the, at the front of the show is what's your highlight of the midweek highlight and the weekend highlight kind of thing for Monday uh, and Wednesday. And mine was the tacos that we had. That was a highlight for me. But of course, nothing superseded the fact that Blue's feeling better. But but uh, my highlight was like, God, I love tacos. I love the way we make our tacos. <laughs> They're so good. And just a huge, it's tacos and pizza for me. Like, I have pizza much you more. put weird shit on your tacos. That's for sure. I do. I love it. <laughs> well, I do want to say thank you to Wayne for hanging out with us. Yeah, and enjoy that. yourself in... Vegas. I really, really wanted to come and meet you, but it was just not feasible for us. So there will be a next time, and I look forward to that. Yes, there will. And uh, Wayne, thank you for, again, sticking out this time with us. Uh, I know you're probably about to have some fun and enjoy yourself in Vegas, and it's probably really hot there. Mm -hmm. But uh, stay cool and have a good time, my friend. It's time for Podcast Shout Out. Oh my gosh, I have ice in my mouth. I apologize. Anyway. Did you not know that was coming? Uh, it came out quick. Hmm. Don't look at me that way. Interesting. All right, so new shows I listened to today. Other People's Lives. I think I've mentioned it once before. I gave him another listen. Joe uh, Sanagato. Yeah, from the Basement Yard, guys. Uh-huh, and uh, Greg Dybeck. Uh, they had a segment on catfishing where they actually... Uh, talk to a girl over the phone that actually did catfishing, which is basically using, say, your Facebook picture, yeah, and using it for themselves, yeah, maybe uh, acting uh, as a boyfriend or someone they're not, right? And uh, quite interesting. Or even using a younger version picture of you, yes, whatever, whatever it is. And this particular person used this and still uses this girl's picture. And of course, you know, they're vague. They're not saying of course. much about it. But she whatever she knows everything about this girl that she uses. And every time like she goes to an event, she'll steal that photo and say, Hey, I was just here at this concert, you know. It's just so weird, it's bizarre. I almost think it's kind of a sickness. It is definitely a sickness. It's a stalker kind of thing kind yeah. of thing. And I was listening to her talk and she's kind of trying to act like it. It's fine. Yeah. And justify it. Totally. And she she was 
Not, I don't think she's fine. I think she's kind of sick and has a little bit that's of a problem. Not, you can't play video games with people's lives. Right. And that's it's essentially what she's doing. Yeah. I mean, she, she doesn't seem person. to be hurting anybody, but, but she's still posing as no. Live your own real life. Yeah, so weird. Anyway. Okay, so, but I listened to that. So it was a little. So it did get you in, in, engaged. It was interesting. Yeah. Um, the next one I listened to is called Food Psych podcast with christy harrison it's on intuitive eating yeah you've and, talked about that yeah one. i've been trying to l listen to more about intuitive eating anyway anyway other shows i okay. listen to ben shapiro the jillian michaels show the daily days of our lives i've caught up on the shiznit show mm -hmm. poor decisions i listened to your rock town episode that's old uh-huh your artificial friends and disgrace land all right Thank you, Mindy. I didn't listen to anything. It's been too busy. Well, what the hell are you doing? I uh, was <laughs> waving the cord and hit the mic. Jesus. Yeah, I don't have any shout outs. I apologize. Well, let's That's get off it. this. Well, let's do it. That's it for today's show. If you'd like to listen to us live, you can do so on Mixler, although we may, I'm not sure what to do about Mixler. I know we're, we're a little bummed about Mixler. Like Wayne, if you have any suggestions, please let us know. It's not alerting people. It's just let it's letting us down. I can see why Phil and Chester moved elsewhere. These yes. are our friends from Mixler. We met on Mixler, and uh, they had a decent following, but they were they started becoming more and more disappointed with it. And uh, it was doing fine, and it's just not doing. Well, it's great. not alerting our people. It's not doing great anymore. We are hardly having anybody on anymore. It's really. I weird. don't even see new people. We did change our time. That might have something to do. Maybe, with it. but. Usually you would see new people chime in and chime out real quick. You know, at least you knew there was activity on the actual, you know, what do you call no, it? No, I don't know. What, what, spit it out. What, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Well, you know how people Finish your words. come in, into the chat yeah, uh -huh. and out of the chat? Right. But I don't even see that anymore. Gotcha. I'm with you. So we're going to see what we can come up with. So I... Wayne said he's he's you know computer smart where he can find things. Remember that? Let's, yeah. Let's task him with trying to find us a there's only place. there's only a few out there, Mindy. So, and then even if he tasks me with it, I it says I still have to figure out how to do it. Like who do they do Castbox? I can't figure that out. Well, I I want to find out like what's the most popular one people use. Yeah. All right. Well, Wayne, there you go. Mindy's making giving you homework. Success. Uh, anyway, so so far, we're on Mixler, and we're on Monday and Wednesday at 6 p.m. If you love what we do and want more of us, you can subscribe to us on, at our Low Tree Studios Patreon page. We've got some cool stuff that we do there. We should throw some out just so people can get a little sample of it. And also check out our Low Tree Studio. Uh, check us check out our website, LowTreeStudios.com. The links are provided in the show notes. We also have another podcast called The Difference Between Us, which will be live tomorrow evening on Mixler at 6:30 p.m. We're going to talk about uh, things we nerd out on. Yes, so, that'll be fun. So it's probably going to be passion filled. Uh, and of course, the difference between us is on all of your favorite podcatchers. Enjoy your evening. And thank you for tuning in to the Jason Mini Podcast, where we feature topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. That's right. The question of the podcast for listener participation for next when, uh, Monday. Sorry, we're going to change yes. that to Monday. If you can add any form of of addition to your home. I don't like the way that's worded. Okay. But they mean like like an extra part into your home, yeah, like you a, add an addition to your a home. room or something. Right. What would that, what would you choose? And you can respond to the questions on the Jason Mindy Facebook page. And I hope to have that up this weekend 
or my Facebook page. Yeah. Have a great evening. <laughs> I don't like your attitude, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, that outro. All right. Well, Mindy, appreciate you. I had fun. You know what your uh, title for this one is? No. Tooth Moose. No, it's not going to be Tooth Moose. Tooth Moose. moose. You think? Who, I was who thinking hides sperm, a moose uh, under their pillow? I was thinking sperm bank, but we'll do tooth moose because you mm-hmm. said so. All right. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.